I don't think we're missing. I don't think we're missing any gold, bro. Anyway, did you know that? <laughs> did you know that uh, Christmas is uh, it's it's it falls on a Sunday this year. You know, really and not good? only that, but New Year's also mm -hmm. falls on a Sunday. This is great. This will be a religious year, a religious way to end the year. In our secular times. In our secular times. In our times where we want to freaking just forget about religion and, and shit because we, we know how bad it can be and stuff, you know. Okay, anyway. Hello! Welcome! No! You roll the music and then there's the intro. Okay, fine. Okay. Roll music. There you go. <laughs> Pop cultural quintessentials with cubed, or at least two thirds of cubed, because uh, Jonathan he's not he's not here, but he's here in spirit. Okay, I me and Jonathan, me and Ruben will carry his spirit. All right, his energy, we have that. We we, we will have that. This we're, episode we're holding might, might be we, it might be dialed down like quite significantly because Jonathan, you know, he he has a different like he just got a different engine for that shit. But um, yeah, I think. Uh, this 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 episode will be good regardless of his presence not being here. So, yeah. Anyway, Ruben, what are we going to talk about today? Um. So we have a bunch of stuff to catch up on because we haven't done this podcast in a month and a week. Yeah, um, I know. I know how 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 empty your guys' lives felt without us. You know what I mean? Different things kept getting in the way uh for all of us and we didn't do it so there's a lot of stuff to talk about in so much in fact that we are going to release a couple episodes this week this is the first of two um Yay. we're going to talk about black panther later this week and some trailers as well that came out in the interim as well as the sad news of kevin conroy we will cover that as well um we want jonathan here for that conversation um but there's plenty for Jacob and I to talk about here. Of course, uh, of course. Starting off with Jacob, the Super uh -huh. Mario trailer dropped while we were Let's off go. the air. Um, Nintendo Let's... and Illuminations collaboration that's been in the works for like four or five years at this point. I did not know that. <laughs> okay. It's been in the works for a while. Um, and you know what? I, I got to be honest. I was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Uh, that trailer was. Um, first off, the animation quality, Jesus, I, I, like we were joking in our group chat, but what did uh, Miyamoto say to the Illumination animators to get him to yeah, look, I don't make know. it look that good? Don't like this, the sequence when the ship's landing, Bowser's fire, the yep. Mushroom Kingdom itself when Mario's looking at it, it was all insanely beautiful. Yep, yep. It was a, a very, very, uh, like the animators paid very close attention to detail. I feel like they had a lot more time. The four, you said four or five years of development. I feel like they gave the, it might have been even, maybe even a little bit more, yeah. uh, quite honestly. And it kind I, of just like, again, brings up that conversation of like giving animators like enough time or like just like the, not the question, but like that issue of like giving an animators enough time. Um, the crunch, I think. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah exactly. Happen. Like that crunch doesn't happen. I mean, like if we can get movies that look this beautiful, yeah, like, if we just give them a little bit more time, why the hell are we not doing it? You know what I mean? hundred like, percent. 
like I I don't know. Everyone wants it quick and easy, you know, very just like at it immediately. You get what I'm trying to say? Oh, I 100 percent do. Um, yeah. The jokes weren't cringe. We'll see if the actual movie holds up in that regard. The little penguins were actually kind of funny. Um, yes, especially the sequence where they all just throw snow at Bowser and do no damage. The classic uh, comedic timing of then Bowser mm-hmm. destroying and wrecking them. Uh, yes. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, Lord. Jacob, what did you think of the voices in the trailer? So we get um, some of Jack Black's Bowser, some yeah. of Keegan-Michael Key's Toad, and then a, just a little, little bit of what Chris Pratt did with Mario. Yeah. I guess I separately... Think- I, let's start with Jack Black and Keegan Michael Key. What do you think of those? And we can talk about Chris Pratt on its own. Let's, just because Chris, just because yeah, yeah. Chris Pratt's been such a big deal on the internet, everyone talking about him voicing Mario and all the memes that came out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, everyone is probably in agreement at least for now with their stance on like Chris Pratt's like voice uh, as Mario. Anyway, um, I think Keegan Michael Key fits perfectly with. <laughs> uh what's it toad yeah toad yeah it's i don't know it just it just works very well um it doesn't like feel forced or anything like that or out of character with like toad it i don't know he just like it sounds exactly like the games you know what i mean like maybe a little bit different but like it sounds pretty much the same as the toad from the games and And it it is not grading like the toad from the games can you imagine if it was that toad voice the entire 90 minutes yeah no no that that annoying Hey! Yeah, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> but uh, and then Jack Black's voice as Bowser. I mean, I was like, I think people weren't like 100% sure what to expect, um, especially when they saw his his name on like the list of actors uh involved um in the, the, the Mario movie. But goddamn, it works. I think it really works. I, lo- I love it. It's different, it's not like necessarily like the bout, like you know, the like the deep freaking growly voice that we we hear in like the games necessarily but like um i definitely think like it's it sounds a little bit different but it it works it works cuz like he does change his voice he alters his voice like low enough that like it just like fits with the character with the big muscular you know body of bowser it's a weird way of put to put it but yeah. whatever i also <laughs> like that you know this wouldn't have been that big of an issue but he like adjusts his voice by himself. They didn't add any like voice yeah. modification in post. So it's literally with... just Jack yeah. Black doing his own voice uh, uh-huh. as Bowser. And I feel like yep. it really works. And it while like Jack Black, you can kind of hear Jack Black in it. It's different you, enough where yeah. it's its own character at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think I they altered Toad's about. voice. If that if that's what you're that was going to be my question. It didn't like sound like because it. it does like he is very like he's just a very good voice actor. If that's the case, you know what I mean. I um, think he 100 percent is at this point. Yeah. So because like I you I mean like I don't think a lot of people knew that was Key. You know, like I told some people like that was that was Keegan Michael Key, and they're like what and stuff like that. You know. But like, I, I mean, they could also just be uh, pretty ignorant when it comes to like movies and stuff. And anyway, I, it's they a- <laughs> calling out random people. 
random people. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not not to name names. No name. Don't name names. No name. No, I'm not gonna name names. That's what I'm. I'm saying. not gonna ask you to name names. Okay. Awesome. Great. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah. movie comes out first week of April. April seventh next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob, are you hyped for the Mario movie? I'm did so this, hyped. Did this trailer increase your expectations for the for Mario sure. movie? Yeah, for sure. And the the uh, like uh, like I, I get it. the animation obviously was like the big part. Um, I I think that also like that that I think made everyone excited to see it. Uh, because most people I, I talked to were just like, dude, it's just look, it looks beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it looks. Oh, it's awesome. breathtaking! Like it's it, breathtaking. It's, it's a world I want to take in for Ex- exactly ninety for, minutes to mm-hmm. hundred minutes, whatever the length ends. The runtime ends up yeah. being yeah. So yeah, I mean, and it's I'm just a small taste, just the first look. The one big criticism though coming out of this trailer that we would be remiss if we talked yeah, about Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt's voice, which I think the criticism's a little overblown. Because you literally hear two lines out of Chris Pratt. It sounds yeah. like he's doing the old school Brooklyn accent Mario mm-hmm. from when it was like the Super Mario Super Show before uh, Charles yeah. Martinet came in and did the Italian voice that everyone knows and loves now in our generation. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I think you need to hear a little bit more of it before forming an opinion. I want I would want to see like a second trailer or the actual movie before saying this is the worst thing ever. I wouldn't even say it's the worst thing ever because you know there's probably way worse celebrity voices in movies out there. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think it was overblown. And yes that French actor everyone posted tweets about sounded better <laughs> in the one line one line reading. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I really think it was way overblown. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I agree. What you what do you think about Chris Pratt's voice? Or did you not really form an opinion either? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you like hundred percent. It was like two lines. I think I'm a little bit worried if he's gonna keep that accent like throughout the entire movie. Mm. Uh the Brooklyn accent that we heard at the, yeah, the yeah. like the second line. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm a little worried, I'm skeptical of like he's gonna be able to keep that. Uh, hopefully he got like a good acting coach or what is it voice acting coach or something yeah. like that or, yeah just to like be able to like hold that for however long the runtime he has be. done voice acting before he has but, but he doesn't change his voice i was gonna say emmett in the lego emmett in the lego movie is basically just chris pratt as it's, a lego it's, it is chris pratt talk he's just talking he's literally <laughs> just talking man he did not change his voice at all like I mean, it works obviously because it's not an established character, but with established IPs, I don't know if it's gonna work. He's got to, he's got to have that accent. He's got to keep it. Um, this trailer did not uh, take away my theory that Nintendo saw the Lego Movie, loved it so much that they basically <laughs> said to Illumination, "Make that again." They grabbed the director of the second Lego Movie, and they grabbed the creators of Teen Titans Go uh to actually direct it and then to write it was that director of the second lego movie which yeah just so effing wild i i think you know if they do have that tone i don't know how spoof like nintendo's willing to be with their ip though something mm-hmm. tells me they're not going to be um or yeah. self self-referential at all yeah yeah because i feel like nintendo doesn't like that shit just basically no, I don't based so. on what i see online usually they're very protective would, like be into that yeah so yeah it's not gonna be like the original cut mm-hmm. of solo that exists out there where lord and miller just 
made a spoof Star Wars movie. I don't. I, I think in the same way Kathleen Kennedy shut that shit down. I think Miyamoto one hundred percent shut that oh. shit down. Uh, there's no way he would let that slide i just don't think so but yeah i wants to deliver something that's faithful to like the to the original like you know thing like just the platformer you know what i mean he doesn't want to change it at all or anything he just wants to bring a movie yeah for sure enlivens the character on screen so it just gives him life and stuff and who knows if this one's good and it does well at the box office maybe we'll get like a whole universe of this and then we'll probably get the super smash bros movie the next avengers level box office hit the smash bros movie <laughs> all no. in it now <laughs> i don't i i doubt that we're gonna get to that ever. No, we, i don't we, know we're definitely not uh all the like not all of them but most of the the video game movies that have come out i mean i think we can we can agree ruben like they yeah. haven't been great uh you i know. think the sonic movies are the only ones i've actually liked yeah but they're not even the greatest things ever. Exactly. And and they're not like I don't even know. Like they're not necessarily like after uh just like they have Sonic in yeah. the real world and it's not really like nothing else from like the plot the original plot is like really carry- I mean yes in Sonic The I second one they really yeah. started cramming they do. The they lore. Do. They lore dumped the lore, it. The lore, yeah, that's true. The lore was, was They did change uh, the lore up a bit. <laughs> Was followed a little bit more on in the second movie than it was in the first, but yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I don't know if video games need to be made into movies necessarily. Like, you know, not every video game needs to be. See, this is a larger conversation, and I feel like Jonathan would got in a kick out of this. But since we're here right now, let's just have it. Um, yeah. I feel so as movies have been less willing to take risks with like original properties. So yeah. you're not getting Star Wars, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. You're not getting original properties as hits in the movie theaters. Yep. I feel like one of the last bastions in our culture where they're taking risks with plot and making new stuff is video games. Mm. And I feel like since movies themselves are like successfully creating new IP, and that's due to audience not going to watch the original ip slash studios only making big budget things that come from pre-existing ip basically it makes sense for the hollywood studios to go huh what's original um it has some name recognition these video game properties so i think we're just at the beginning here i think we're gonna get a whole lot of these video game adaptions yeah it's yeah i I think amazon's doing a god of war we didn't talk about that on the podcast but that was announced um, the last of us comes out in january which we're yeah. i'm really hyped about looks yeah. really good uh you had uncharted this year sonic you got mario next year i just think it's the new trend or take since they yeah. can't create new ips themselves they're just going to grab them from the video games since that's where like stories have been explored and new characters have been created and it's recognizable to audiences. I don't know if that's going to be a good or bad thing. I, I, I really, I really don't know, but yeah. that's where it we're going. Like we're just losing creativity as we go on. It seems like just over time, like in all media. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. probably just like a cynical view of mine, but it just seems like. No. like, like well, creativity. Doing- yeah. Like creativity's there. It's not dead necessarily. It's just like we don't give the people who need the funding the right funding. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they can there's there's probably new ideas out there. You know, people are like constantly like making new stories and stuff like that. Or at least like trying to like change this like the what we've been seeing just hundred percent. Yeah. Years. 
but like they're not even given a chance they're not given a voice or anything like that they're, it's it's kind of it's, it's sad and i feel like it's a kind of slightly a product of that like supply and demand mindset and not not to bash on capitalism or anything i'm not <laughs> trying to all right i'm just nice saying safe, that, nice safe. yeah i'm not trying to bash capitalism i'm just like it's it works it really does it's been working it's right? flawed <laughs> it's flawed it's fl- yes but all, we, all are not, are, we are not we are not we are not uh yeah. we're not we don't have the capacity to have that conversation yeah. on here all, but all keep system, going all systems are flawed <laughs> Keep yeah, going. yeah, all this, all this is <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, and like, they don't give creative geniuses the, the the funding that they need to like, and we and we and as a result, like, the audience kind of just takes a hit, you know, on that. Yeah, like, we, don't, we don't get to like, yes, we get to see good movies, like at least entertaining movies, but they're not like literally like changing anything like we go on with our days when we walk out of the movies like you know what i mean I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, there was there was a day there's days in the movie in the movies like, there were movie days where like you would walk in walk out and you would be left with a question and a thought and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah and i feel like we're straying away from that more and more where we're not like we're not getting like original stuff well, i should say we are getting original stuff they're just not the mega hits they used to be yeah. Uh, everything everywhere all at once you haven't seen it but this year that yeah. one that movie is great if you haven't seen that out there 100 recommended for me we're going to talk about it at the end of the year wrap up uh when we do our top 10 list because it's going to be on jonathan and i's and maybe jacob to be sees it uh before then but that that movie mm-hmm. was really good but that movie only cost 25 million to make it did make a profit but it's not even close black panther is going to double or triple what that movie mm-hmm. did this opening weekend so yeah. I guess that's the bigger point. Like the audiences aren't coming out for this stuff. And I guess maybe streaming's trained them a bit. You got some stuff on streaming now. But that's even true. then, like some of those like most Netflix movies are shit. I mean, let, let's yeah. be real. <laughs> like, that's that's facts. Yeah. yeah. But that, again, that's like not giving the money to the right people. You know what I mean? Like, like they're just like, I don't know. Maybe maybe they think that it's a good idea, genuinely. Like when they bring the the products to them yeah. at the Netflix headquarters, they're like, "Oh yeah, this could make us money." You know what I mean? People could be watching this. We could get massive viewership from this. But then, like, it absolutely just flops in the end. Like they, whoever's like judging this shit for yeah. Netflix, especially, they're just horrible at it, bro. Like they're really they bad. have gotten better though. But uh, I, I will say though, they. Since the Netflix model doesn't seem like it's gonna be feasible, like economically, <laughs> to make mm. a huge profit, they have started cutting budgets on some of this stuff. So we aren't getting yeah. Martin Scorsese's seventy-five million dollar passion project again. <laughs> uh, the Irishman. Dang. We're not getting stuff no, like no that. Irishman. I de- and wow. then there's like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I it's probably gonna be really good, but I doubt we get something like that again by Netflix wow. in the future. Um, yeah. But I think Apple Apple's made some pretty good movies. I've watched like a couple of them. I haven't mm-hmm. watched all of them, but Apple has a pretty good streaming quality. Knives Out 2 yeah. comes out on Netflix this month. Well, no, next month. It comes out in theaters for a week this month, and then it mm-hmm. comes out on Netflix. So there's still stuff out there. I guess yeah, the yeah. larger conversation I was having is why are video game movies being more adapted now? Like what's caused the increase in video game adaptions and not just movies like streaming shows uh gears of war yeah. netflix is going to make a gears of war another wow. one i just okay. remembered yeah. uh assassin's creed i think netflix is going to do it again i think they're going to do a show mm-hmm. i think yeah 
I think the no, thing just, is, yeah, yeah. I feel like the metric, like most, like of the heads in in like what whatever the production companies, you know what I mean, like for twentieth century or like Amazon and like Netflix or any like those like companies that like uh release the movies and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's if there's been success in the IP in the past, it's like okay, give it a shot. Well, as a movie. And I think it's also because of the pandemic. Everyone's more risk averse mm. now. They're less risk worth the it's less worth it yeah. for studios to take the risk because they might lose hundreds of millions of dollars. Unless your name and is Christopher Nolan. Unless your name's Christopher yeah. Nolan, you're not getting your original movie made at a studio. Yeah. I mean that's true. Jesus. I, I any other filmmaker walks into an office and pitches a 100 million dollar Oppenheimer movie. That shit's no, not happening. Yeah, that, gets, that gets turned down. <laughs> that turns down. That gets turned down immediately. But yeah. since Chris Nolan's yeah. making it, and he has that star-studded cast that's going to be in it, um, it, yeah. Which he wouldn't have gotten if he wasn't. If Chris it wasn't Nolan. Chris yeah. Nolan, well, that's <laughs> a larger conversation. Yeah, and yeah. I guess, you know, I guess it's the so climate guess, we're yeah. in it's the climate there's good and bad things about it like there's still hidden yeah. gems out there but you have to I, be more on top of it to find them mm-hmm. um and they, i guess studios have to be willing to take greater risks in general uh yeah. maybe when the economy improves in general but again i'm not going to talk about that but uh, and, and again i can i think like you can still be creative within the confines of yeah. like a certain like uh, formula you know what i mean i think we can talk about that more with uh black panther whenever we get to that podcast when we, yeah think, next, like episode, like, no, next episode next episode that would be, about that. be a, a good a good conversation to have during during that podcast is just like yes you can still be creative yes yeah yeah you're limited and stuff like that and you're supposed to like include certain things like ryan kugler was supposed to include certain things in that movie not trying to get into it too much here yeah but yeah but like what I'm saying is just like there's still like room for creativity and just for like leaving an impact uh, on on an audience, like even within like a something we've seen so many times before. Yeah. And obviously, Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, who, who will like come later, you know, next podcast and stuff like that, he will say like, OK, yeah, like, the formula is getting like annoying and stuff like that, most likely. And I, I, that, that'll be my argument. But anyway, we can well, talk your, about that. Well, your point, time. but your greater point is even though yeah. creativity has been hampered a bit that yeah. you can still make good stuff i guess is what you're getting at yes it's what i'm that's what i'm getting at you know what i mean it's you can oh, still get good stuff like maybe as a whole like like the movie as a whole like yeah it's, it's probably going to be there's there's going to be a detraction from it just because yeah. of the way things are right now but like there's still like good things within movies or like even yeah. like good like i don't know sequences and stuff like that maybe as a whole like you could say like no it's probably not the, like we could have gotten something better if like there would have been less uh interference with the production yeah and stuff like that or less requirements for filmmakers but like it i mean it is what it is right now and that's like the only way like movies are coming out it's just it's just the way things is, is that we're moving in that direction i think i think yeah. things will settle down eventually hopefully yeah. into a new mm-hmm. status quo once everyone figures out the streaming thing and how that's all going to work for sure. hopefully some of these streaming movies get full theatrical releases someday like i said knives out mm-hmm. 2 is coming but it's only coming for a week uh so some of these like more exciting smaller movies don't get the shine they deserve in yeah. movie theaters and hopefully that changes going forward 
Yeah. All right. Next up, another trailer that released while we were on our hiatus. Uh, Jacob, David Harbour is Santa Claus. Yes. Yes. In Violent Night. Violent Night. A movie that is coming out pretty soon here. December 2nd. Oh, it comes out this I didn't even know. This Christmas. This, this Christmas. Christmas this like, Christmas. Like three or four weeks from now. You can oh, wow. get the hot chocolate. Go to your movie theater and watch Santa Claus kill people. No, isn't that? That's like two weeks, isn't it? That's two weeks. Oh, three shit. Weeks? No, I think it's three weeks. Two weeks. I think it's three, three weeks. weeks. Uh, it's three weeks. I think. It might be. I don't even know. Two or three weeks. It's, it's, it's in that period. It's in time frame. Uh, Jacob, what what were your pre- first impressions of this movie from the trailer? Because the concept it's, is really out there. It's it's very out there, but like we've seen so many freaking like weird Christmas like movies come out in recent years. Uh, they remade Krampus, I think. They did. I think it was a remake, like ten years yeah, ago. At this Krampus point. was a, that was a that was a weird one, but like they they did it. Um, <laughs> we we've seen another like it, like on the light lighter side. Uh, with uh, what's what's Arthur's Christmas? That's different again. Obviously not the same as Krampus, um, but like it's different. And then we we saw um, what was it Claus? Like last year, that was that was three years ago, I think. Three years ago, oh, that was not last year. Wow, it's twenty nineteen. It was last year. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. But uh, from twenty twenty to like twenty twenty one, like that period, those two years, don't they, everything just freaking blends together? It doesn't even feel like it was like like time passed, but like it doesn't really feel like it passed. No, you know I get what, what I mean? you mean. Pandemic yeah. shit, man. Pandemic <laughs> yeah. shit. So like that stuff, the stuff that we watched like a couple of years ago, feels like it was just last year and stuff. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that's a uh, different animation style in that movie also a different story um kind of like uh different like uh origin story for like santa claus in that movie too i think or oh yeah it's like maybe, claus yeah claus yeah, yeah it's it's not like the i don't know it's not like the tim allen movie or like it's not like oh yeah oh it, it didn't pre-establish well they did pre-establish his character but they've like, made a bunch a of di- yeah a bunch yeah. of different santa it was santa in like the latter the lot it was like it was like a spider-man 2 for santa claus that's what, <laughs> like seriously for claws if you get what i'm saying like yeah he, yeah, yeah. He, like kind of like lost his power you know what i mean like he didn't want to do it anymore he didn't want to be santa claus like like spider-man didn't anyway this comparison is probably ass but <laughs> but jacob you know, are you hyped here. for tim allen returning as santa claus in november this month yeah he's coming uh, back jay yeah, he's coming back is, on is disney it a, plus is it, is it there's it's a trailer, a show, right? There's a trailer a out. There's a trailer out for it's it as well. Yeah, it's a movie. It's no, a movie? it's a show. It's a show. It's, it's a, show. a show. Okay. The, show. the budget looks so low on this thing. The effects were such yeah. ass in the trailer. Uh, All the budget went to to getting Peyton Manning for that one scene. for the one cameo, right? The one cameo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel, but no, that that did. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I probably won't watch it's, it to be real with you. Um, but back to Violent Night, I, I guess I, I get what you're saying. They've made a bunch of different adaptions of Santa over yep. the years. We got his origin, exactly. Yeah, Claus three years ago. Uh, we, there's the Elf adaption of Santa Claus yep. way back when, uh, when that happened, mm-hmm. and now we get John Wick. Santa, even though it's not yeah, the director of John Wick, I just looked it up. The director, uh, 
Tommy Ricola. His most well-known yeah. film is Hansel and Gretel. Uh, uh, oh, which of course, of course. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm a little more skeptical about the movie now. He, be- he bends genres for like different stories. That's the. This is the guy. This is the guy. That's. A- <laughs> I'm a little more skeptical, but I am still excited. I'm gonna watch it. Dumb fun. Um, just yeah. having Santa running around the house, diehard style, John Wick style, whatever you want to call it, killing off goons one by one. <laughs> John Leguizamo, who I love in everything, yeah, is in it yeah. as the leader of this gang that's breaking into this rich family's house. <laughs> yeah, the humor <laughs> is on point for what mm-hmm. a drunk, violent Santa Claus would be. Yeah. <laughs> um. I it was it. a lot of like watching the trailer was fun. You know what I mean? The I mean, trailer was fun. To... They did a good job cutting this thing. This just looks like yeah. fun, a different slice of what you get during the holidays. Yeah. And I want to go watch it. So it is they, not they even did like job. it doesn't they know what they're releasing. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, they're, they're not trying to pretend themselves. it's something else. They're yeah. Not, no, yeah, exactly. So like they they know exactly what it is. They're not trying to like yeah, like make it like a like it seem like oh yeah, this movie's gonna win an Oscar or some shit like that. No, 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 no. They're, they're, or even though it's gonna be a super emotional movie, you'll cry by the end not, with the relationship maybe. between Santa and the little girl. They're not trying yeah. to sell it as that either. No, 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 no not as that either. Santa kicking ass for a couple hours. Exactly, exactly. All right, critics are probably gonna bash the shit out of that because oh, I'm enjoy a movie. Oh hell no, I can't enjoy a movie. Not this, like not this type of like that. Not this type I'm, of movie. I'm, I would enjoy the hell out of that shit, bro. Like, that's gonna be fun. That's a, it's, it's gonna be a fun watch for sure. December second, go watch it. This is not an ad. <laughs> this is not an ad for Violent Night. Uh, we'll probably watch yeah. it and give our thoughts at that point. Um, for sure, that'll be like. And I mean, David Harbour. I mean, he's good in everything. Like Stranger yeah. Things is what most people know him for. Well, I don't know about Hellboy, but uh, yeah. You're good in most things. He's good in Hellboy. The movie is he? It, yeah, he is. I didn't Hell, watch it. The movie itself is just so shit. Like the writing oh, no. in that Hellboy movie. I mean, that's a whole conversation for a whole other time. But that Hellboy mm. movie is so goddamn awful. Uh, <laughs> why would you remind me of that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, this is. It's just. It's just. It's just there. It's between Stranger Things, like season three and season four, or something. So, I'm sorry. You could have said. You could have said Black Widow. You know. You could have said something. I could have like, said. Bla- I could have said Black Widow. That's my. No. No. My you got. You got to mention. Right. You got to mention Hellboy. Well, he was the lead. He was the lead. Where I don't remember half of the plot of Hellboy. All I remember okay. is he becomes a supersized <laughs> demon at the end. Um. And gets That's his dope. Whole... Yeah, so like, it's like it's like Jafar at the end of Aladdin. Yeah, except it's shit. <laughs> but does he keep his powers? Like at the end? Of no, the movie, he like, doesn't. He gives Jafar. up his powers. No, to... it's, just, it's it's just like Jafar, bro. It's just like Jafar. <laughs> but I think he oh gives God. up his powers so he doesn't become evil. If I'm remembering properly, because wow. like. If with so these like powers, he, with, with these shit. powers, he can destroy the oh, world. God. Blah blah blah. You know how it goes, Jake. God damn it! It's too much power for you. Exactly. Like, you know, that's so. That's that's dumb. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, continue. What else is on the uh, docket? All right. So in our next installment of what we all have called Mister Zaslav's Wild Ride, 
Uh, we got some news that I think <laughs> was good. Uh, so the heads of DC have been found after a lot of questioning by the public about what David Zaslav was going to do. He appointed two heads of DC, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran. Now, Peter Safran's produced some of the superhero movies for DC that's come out that have come out recently. Uh, Aquaman, Shazam are some of the more notable ones. And then James Gunn. Uh, I mean, we've sung James Gunn's praises on this podcast a bunch in just a single year of existence we've had here. Uh, The Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, all the good things he has made recently. The Guardians movies that he's made, uh, Slitter, which was really good, his directorial debut. He's just been making bangers after banger, even when he started as a small indie director. Uh, Swinging. Came out swinging, came out swinging. Uh, Now he's in charge of DC entirely. He's basically got appointed to be the co-Kevin Feige of DC. Basically, DC found one person to do what Kevin Feige was doing by himself, if you really look at it that way. James Gunn's going to handle the more creative side of it, and Peter's going to handle the producing side of it, and together it'll be one unified creative vision. I think it's it's going to work. I think it should work. On paper, I, I, I 100% think it should work. The only bummer, the major bummer is James Gunn won't do anything outside of DC for like seven, eight, nine years. But, yeah. but I think if he really gets it right, and he's a perfectionist, like this yeah. is a man who will storyboard his entire movie before filming it. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he does that. Um, so wow. James Gunn is a perfectionist. So if they do get it right. If they do figure out the proper direction with the proper continuity, and at the same time they let each director do their own thing, they can do they can do even better with that aspect than Marvel has done, quite honestly, uh, mm-hmm. with some of their movies. Just letting the directors each do their own thing while connecting the story together. I think it'll be a. I'll think it'll be yeah. something special. Uh, Jacob, your sure. overall thoughts on James Gunn and Peter Safran taking over at DC. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I'm just super excited to see James Gunn at the the helm of uh, mm-hmm. just a universe, honestly, because like he he's just like so he's creative. Yeah, he's he's uh he subverts expectations and stuff like that. Uh, he's able to like make IP that's not known at all like somewhat that's the major just, like, thing, notable, yeah. notable like with Guardians and with like Polka Dot Man. With- and the Suicide Squad, the Bloodsport, like he made he made everyone love those characters, and those are yeah. those are characters that are. I mean, like they 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 were never going to see the light of day, like without James Gunn uh, like, as the director for them. James Gunn has this thing where he can grab characters that are obscure, help characters that probably existed in one single issue of a comic. He could grab yeah. like if, if James Gunn was in charge of that El uh, El Muerto movie at Sony. Like I, I'd yep. actually think he would do a good job with that because that's generally what he does. Like he grabs characters that no one knows about, adds emotional complexity, but still keeps what makes those characters zany intact, yep. or the core of the character is still there, and exactly. it just makes this. I I don't even know what to call it. Just this amalgamation it's, that it's, audiences yeah. fall in love with. It's just the unique, emotion. It's yeah, it's a unique crazy. way of doing it. But yeah. I will say James Gunn better make sure, and I think he will um, make sure that 
each director is able to keep their own direction when they come yep. in. And what I mean by that is basically make sure that not all the directors are making James Gunn movies <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah. you know, like let Matt Reeves cook with the Batman property. Don't like make him acquiesce too much and make it too James Gunny, too Marvel-y, yeah. you know, because that's the issue some people have had with Marvel. They all start feeling like For a sure. formula coming out of a factory. And yep. I, with yep. some of them, with some of the movies, absolutely. Especially yeah. some of the stuff recently that's come out. The, absolutely. The newer stuff, yeah. The newer stuff that's come out. And I think that's more because there's more volume coming out at once. Um, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but, you know, I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll be able to balance the continuity of the story while letting each director do their own thing. Because he's not seen Kevin Feige... Uh, manage continuity he's been around marvel yeah, for too. so that long too. so he knows how they do it he knows how the sausage is made at one point before he was fired there was talks that he was going to run the cosmic corner of the mcu um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah back in 2018 2019 before before, every, all, was, before yeah. everything went the ugly, down the ugly, the ugly stuff before the ugly stuff went yeah. down yeah But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know too much about Peter Safran, but you said he produced Aquaman and he produced uh, uh, Shazam. Shazam. Oh, I think he also produced uh, the It movies. Hold on, I can pull up a full list for you if you're curious. Yeah. Boop boop. Uh, the Annabelle movies, the uh, Conjuring, all the Conjuring movies, basically. Okay, all right. He's doing those, uh, yeah, Shazam he two. He's doing Aquaman two. Blue Beetle. He's going to produce as well. Awesome. Let's go. But yeah, the Conjuring <laughs> movies are the highest grossing horror franchise ever. I think they're approaching a billion dollars. I think those wow. were all with James Wan as well. Yeah, they were with James Wan. Uh, the first two Conjuring movies were uh, the guy who did the guy who directed Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah. Awesome. He's been at Warner Brothers for almost 10 years at this point, so he has a good working relationship with the studio. Now, granted, yeah. it's a new creative head at the studio, a new head of the studio um, that he's going to have to be dealing with, uh, with, with David Zaslav. Uh, but I think just because he has that continuity within Warner Brothers, I think it's going to be an easy transition to do that. Uh, and yeah. they got... I think three year contracts initially to do this. Okay. To check, like just to see how everything goes and how. Yeah. Like, I think operates. that's typically what you get when you sign up with a studio, you yeah. get like three years. Yeah. No, you can make a lot. You can make a lot of movies in three years. Marvel makes yeah, a lot of movies sure. in three years. Uh, yeah. DC has like three or four coming out already this next year, yeah. but I think the impact of these guys isn't going to be felt till I think the 2024 movies. Uh, next year's movies still come from the past regime, so whether they're good or bad, you can't blame or credit James Gunn and Peter Safran. You're gonna have to wait a couple years uh, before you see Dang. their full full plans come through. And James Gunn has been teasing that they already have plans and they're going to announce stuff. So. We'll be here for that. Um, I'm very curious. Like a D23 type thing. I don't know if it'll be a D23 type thing, but I will. I think it's going to be like Kevin Feige when he announces like a whole slate of Marvel stuff. I think they're (laughs) trying. I think they're lining up their ducks in a row to be able to do something like that. Uh, uh, That's awesome. That'd be awesome. And I have a guess for what a couple of those movies will be, but I will save that for Mm -hmm. later on in the show. All right. Um, Yeah. 
All right, and that's all of the news items we wanted to talk about. The rest of the stuff we've missed, we'll talk with Jonathan um, on yep. the next episode. Uh, but now we have that reached a part where we talk me. about what we've been watching lately. Uh, so the first thing we're yeah. going to talk about is She-Hulk, which has received a bunch of mixed reviews, right? Mixed reviews from audiences. Critics yeah. uh, absolutely adored this show, from what I uh, have seen. Really? Okay. And we don't have to ah. talk about it too much because I think you've only seen half of it, haven't you? I've, seen, I've seen like yeah, I've seen like four. And or five I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the show for you, so I'll try to keep this spoiler free. Uh, I like the show. Now, it's wow. a it's, it's a half it's very mixed. Wow, it's a, it's a mixed bag. It's a thirty yeah. minute sitcom, uh, and it makes me laugh. It makes me like be able to take a step back for whatever problems I'm going through and just relax for the 25, 30 minute runtime. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like some of the issues are with the overall arc of the season, I guess, when you watch it as a whole, or you see it as a whole, I don't feel like she Hulk as a character goes through enough of an arc. There's uh, an arc there. There's an arc there. Like, I don't want to discredit yeah. the writing team completely. There's an arc there, but I feel like it still needed to be fine tuned a little bit. Like yep. you see the beginning yep. and the ending of an arc, Valid. but you kind of need yeah. more stuff in the middle to lead to where the conclusion of the season is. I am trying to keep this as vague as possible. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I know it's probably difficult, uh, but like from what I saw from like the first few yeah. episodes, um, I thought it was like a fun, fun show, lighthearted, fun obviously. And it's uh, like, like it's honestly, um, I don't know. Like it, she's breaking the fourth wall a lot. Which oh is, yeah, she like, absolutely wasn't, is. Wasn't something I was expecting from uh, a Marvel movie other than Deadpool, right? But like, I guess <laughs> I think she did it in the comics, right? I think that was like something that uh, they kept from the comics because that her character did that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's it's I mean like the like. In the grand scheme of things, it's not building up to anything. Well, maybe it is building up to something, but like it builds up to something. But moments, there are moments. I would, I would say there are moments from the episodes I saw that felt like filler, and like anime. You know what I mean? Where There's like, it's just too like, it much. Do, it doesn't. It doesn't do much. It's kind of just there to like, like for your entertainment, and it doesn't like you know do anything for the show, the characters, and developing the characters. And it, it's honestly like kind of just detracts from the experience, like overall. Like when you look back and you're just like, wow, that actually did nothing. You know what I mean? Like during, while you're watching, you're like, okay, maybe we'll bring this back. But then when they don't bring it back, it's just disappointing. And yeah. In traditional sitcoms, back when network TV was a huge thing, you'd get 24 episode seasons. And in a 24 episode season, you're able to do like tiny bits of character development in each episode, advance the plot little by little because there's a whole lot of real estate to play with in 24 episodes here. Yeah. Uh, they are trying to do some of that plot progression, but cause there aren't that many episodes, there's just like huge leaps as like time goes along. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, I say, yeah. But again, the, the show has a lot of merit. Uh, Tatiana Maslany kills it as she, yeah, she, I, she, she is does. really yeah. good. I think one of my favorite new additions to the MCU, I can't wait to see whatever she's going to be in next whether it's the second season of this show or something else, maybe something theatrical a side character for a, for a movie or something. She's not or on the Avengers. Movie, she's, like, she's been on the, the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, that's true. She's been yeah. on the Avengers in the comics. Um, That'll be in a couple of years though. If it, and ah, we'll see if it even comes. I hope it comes out. Honestly, they yeah, gotta, like, continue. Yeah. 
releasing and, and still getting revenue from their movies and you know making a profit and whatever but like yeah marvel like it's kind of on the ropes at least at least it feels like that anyway it just doesn't seem like everyone is like i like, think it's just it much, or like talking it about it as much they, like, maybe they're they are they're still going to watch it but like i, I think it's disappointing yeah that's gonna There's change i think i would not be shocked if that changes a bunch when the new ant-man movie comes out and you finally yeah. get to meet the main villain of this saga because yep. they're introducing him earlier than they introduced Thanos or introducing Kang the Conqueror in that movie. And I think at that point, um, you'll the be hype train will get you know, the hype again. train will start building up again. Yeah. But I, I, I think, but the lack of hype and the lack of connectivity is not the issue with these things. The issue is it feels like sometimes they're a little half baked and it didn't used to feel that way. Um, yeah, yeah. It used to be that the character and the character arc was paramount, and some of the other stuff might have fallen between the cracks, like the action sequences. Like, for example, Black Panther, uh, famously, everyone talks about the third act action sequence. Yeah. And I agree and with people, it doesn't look the best, but everything else Ryan Coogler yeah. did in that movie with Killmonger Great. and yeah. uh, T'Challa and how their arcs act with one another, and how T'Challa comes to see that Killmonger isn't completely wrong. And how that fits, yep. that how that conflicts with the worldview he had from his father T'Chaka. I mean, that stuff was always the stuff Marvel really, really mastered. And it's what really yep. made everyone fall in love with the characters. And I feel like the issue now is not what everyone's, like all the incels are saying online, like it's too woke. The, the issue is not <laughs> that it's too woke. It's not that there's a female lead to this. The issue no, here no, is no, that the not. character was not developed well enough. And I feel nope. like, again, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times and I, I'm glad they're finally moving away from this in Daredevil with the 18 mm-hmm. episode season. But the caps they had with some of these uh, shows, like only six episodes, mm-hmm. only nine episodes for the half hour shows, only six episodes for the hour long shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just, it detracted. And I feel like this didn't have to be 24 episodes like a traditional sitcom but i feel like if you did mm-hmm. 15 episodes of she-hulk you could have been able to move the plot in the small increments you wanted to move the plot in and it would have worked a lot better you would yep. have had a more solid show but i still think it's a show that's worth watching you'll have some laughs in it the some of the cameos are great wong shows up early on um i i, I can say that because he's in the marketing and wong is really great he's, um, yeah yeah but Wong's Shows always up, like, great. Second, third episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blonsky's awesome. really funny as well. <laughs> completely, completely different from what he was. From the Incredible Hulk in 2008 when he appeared originally. But honestly, it, does not even feel like the same character. It does I mean, not. It's like the actor. The actor's the same. I mean, I, if that was a complaint, like for for Blonsky, then it's completely valid because it just like it does it's, not feel like the same it's character. a different character. But at the not same time, Jacob. Though. It's like, what is it, 15 or 16 years in universe? Who's the same person 16 years later True. than they were 16 years ago? Um, and then but there's some like ridiculous. Stuff. I won't spoil too much about it because Jacob hasn't seen these episodes yet. But Daredevil, mm. Daredevil's really good when he shows up. Uh, he feels yeah. it feels like they keep the spirit of the Netflix character intact. Uh, thankfully, awesome. um, so that's yeah. that was really nice to see. Um, but I, I think overall, while I had a lot of fun with it, I laughed hard. Uh, more Some jokes more than others. Uh, not the Megan the Stallion bit. I didn't like that one too much. <laughs> um, 
But some of the stuff, and especially the Daredevil episode, that that's the one where I laughed the most. Some of the jokes there. Charlie Cox yeah. really has good comedic timing, sh- shockingly, as Daredevil. I wasn't expecting that because he's playing a slightly different... It's the same character, but it's a different side of that character we've never seen before. And I think yeah. it really works. Uh, overall, since I finished seeing it, I'll give it a, a 6 out of 10. Um, Jacob, uh, I don't know if you want to... <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to rank it. it. Yeah, you don't want to rank it. Yeah, yeah, Jacob will finish it. And then uh, he'll have his own opinion there. But I, yep. I think overall it's worth watching, but it ha- does have some of the issues we've been talking about with Marvel recently uh, where it doesn't have enough of that development. Yeah. Uh, just trying to squeeze things out and stuff, half-baked. You know, that's that's something we've been hearing. Like, in mo- like I feel like that's, that's something we've said in multiple episodes on yeah, this podcast. for sure. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, remember how I said there would be two episode of the podcast this week well that was a partial lie because in the end we were really excited apparently from uh not recording the podcast in a month in a couple weeks that uh we went a little overboard so instead of two episodes this week it's gonna be split into four uh separate episodes about the same length and we'll be dropping those episodes daily for the next three days after this one so tune in tomorrow and hear Jacob and I talk about Black Adam and Halloween Ends, which I think is probably one of the most comedic conversations we've had on this podcast so far. Uh, but until then, adios. Adios.